Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. Sports is business. And whenever you are procuring talent, you must start with a criteria. Being owners of this league and wanting our league to be the best in the world, how do we make it better? The valuations are getting so high, the list of people who could purchase a team is getting really short. We have eight strategic investment areas when you look at the world of sports. The NBA's already in 210 countries around the world. NFL is an amazing thing for the sports betting industry. We have the World Cup coming in 2026. North America. Hey, if I get a million dollars for going to a school, trust me, I'll be there. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports show where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. On the show today, we take a look back at some of our favorite conversations of the past year. We'll hear from NFL Hall of Fame running back Barry Sanders. Clutch Sports founder Rich Paul and Vince Gennaro on Shohei Otani's blockbuster move to, well, the other side of Los Angeles. It is all straight ahead on this special New Year's edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports. But first, we kick things off with soccer. It was a big year for the world's game with superstar Lionel Messi coming to the U.S. and joining Miami FC. And of course, the Women's FIFA World Cup played over the summer. It wasn't long after the cup ended that Scarlet Food, Damian Sassauer, and special guest host Vanessa Perdomo spoke with two-time Olympic gold medalist and two-time Women's World Cup winner Mia Hamm. Let's listen to a bit of that conversation, starting with how Mia has made the transition from soccer pro to soccer mom. It was funny. My husband and I were just talking about this because we were laughing over, like, do you exercise now? Do you work out? Do you train? And what are all the differences? What do they mean? And I was like, yeah, well, training meant your entire day was dedicated to what you did. Now that you have kids, it's like you just exercise. You try to figure out what you can physically do in the day that correlates to some type of exercise, whether that's like dropping your kid off at a practice and then just walking around the block for 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) Once you have kids, everything is about them. Where when I was playing, it was everything I did was about my performance and helping the team performance best. 10 to 12 hours a day, you're committed to your own performance and maximizing that so you can make yourself as good of an athlete and a soccer player as possible and trying to make your team the best team uh, it can be. Uh, Scarlett, can you imagine Mia Hamm getting her work up by stretching a, uh, you know after-school pickup? And by the way, Mia, Mia's husband just isn't any husband. Yeah. Uh, this is Nomar Garcia Power, a former shortstop for the Boston Red Sox we're talking about here. But Mia, you know, let me just ask you one thing. In between all of this post-retirement life you have, you're also a co-owner of the defending champion Los Angeles FC. I mean, what's it like to be the owner of a championship football club? It's been a lot of fun. I mean, um, 
you know, our ownership group and the managing partners are incredible and their commitment, not just to the product on the field, but our community and um, understanding that it's a lifelong legacy that we're trying to leave for the city of Los Angeles. It's something we want our supporters to be proud of every single time they come into our stadium and or watch LAFC compete. You know, we we talk about our supporter section, the 3252. That's our heartbeat. That's the energy that in in a long season, um, they provide the energy and they show up every single match, both home and away. You know, not just with LAFC, but Angel City, we're part of that ownership group. So it's managing schedules as well. Mia, I'm so glad you mentioned Angel City because it has a very unique business model. I mean, first of all, it's women majority owned. There are a lot of celebrities involved, Natalie Portman being one of them, Alexis Ohanian, not a woman, but still uh, married to a very uh, <laughs> accomplished female athlete. Um, yeah. The business model entails uh, this 10% sponsorship model where each sponsor chooses a specific area of impact and works with Angel City to identify partner organizations working on that issue. Can you talk a little bit about that draw and whether this is something that can be scaled or duplicated across other professional teams? I I think it definitely can be scaled and duplicated um, for other, you know, other teams, you know, even here in Los Angeles. You know, what I love is it's really easy to talk about Angel City and LAFC because I was saying we're we're both really committed to our community. You know, we don't just come in and and in the neighborhood of our stadium feel that we're there just for the two to four hours that the pre and game and post game kind of excitement. Like we're invested 365 days. I think it's important. One of the things I love about being involved in women's sports is this sense of mentorship, creating an environment where you care about not just the game, but the legacy that you're leaving. And what I love is our players at Angel City have embraced it incredibly well. And uh, they feel it's part of their responsibility of being a part of this club, but just being a part of this community and of helping others and giving back. You know, I, I love the fact that our clubs are so community focused and based. There's a lot that can still be done. And, and I know other other teams are, are looking at us as a model to to how to create that. Well, yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that. I mean, I think it's it's something that a lot of athletes, you know, it's just ingrained in in you guys, right? To to be part of the community, to be more than just the athlete itself. You know, you have the Mia Ham Foundation that you work closely with the bone marrow transplant mm-hmm. community. Can you talk uh, to us about that and your personal connection with it? Yeah, no, and and thank you. You know, this project has been incredibly personal for me. You know, I've been able to partner with insight to raise awareness about GVHD, which is graft versus host disease. And that's a potential complication of a bone marrow transplant. You know, I've been an advocate for the bone marrow transplant community ever since my brother uh, became sick and needed a bone marrow transplant. And I was kind of in a position, my family was in a position, we didn't know what to do, where to go. And we're incredibly grateful of the doctors and um, friends that kind of gave us direction and support through the process. So any way I can give back 
to this community and and you know with graft versus host disease it's really important um, for patients and their families who are going through a bone marrow transplant to kind of get as much information so post-transplant they can be proactive in their treatment and we talk about you know just if anything seems off like if you're feeling a little sluggish or you notice a rash um, you know talk to your medical team don't think oh it's no big deal you know preemptive treatment can can help you kind of make the effects of graft versus host disease a lot less so we encourage people to go to gvhdnow.com fans you know because these these patients are in the fight of their lives and their families have are an incredible support system for them and we want them to know that uh, we're cheering for them great cheerleader for sure to have in your corner right me a ham as your cheerleader i love it <laughs> Well, you know, speaking of cheerleaders, Vanessa, let me build on that. You know, I believe it was 1999, you know, the FIFA's Women's World Cup. And I believe Garrett did get to attend, you know, some of that tournament. But I mean, uh, you know, the Rose Bowl, I mean, Mia, 90,000 fans at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, two to one penalty shootout yeah. victory versus China. I mean, do you just think about that every day? I mean, just for, I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you still think about there, those moments? There's a, there's a lot of haziness to that because it was so gosh darn hot. Um, right. Weren't you, did you, know, you, did do, you get dehydrated at the end? I, remember. Oh, I, I was a mess um, <laughs> at the end. I didn't get to go to any of the post-game celebrations. So when, when my teammates talk about it, it's like, oh, remember? And I'm like, yeah, no. They're like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's all a um, Yeah, no, I was in the hotel room, like in the fetal position with IV bags going, where am I? But you know, there were a lot of things you remember and you kind of uh, giggle about it. I was just, I was at the Rose Bowl a couple months ago with Brandy Chastain and, you know, people are like, oh, it was so cool. I go, it was, but we had to warm up for the biggest game of our lives underneath the stadium in running shoes because the um, consolation match went into overtime, but it didn't phase us. We were like, all right. <laughs> just another thing you know that's that's cool we'll get a little some touches right before the game starts but what an incredible venue and you're right just just being a part of that tournament being a part of that team and um you know creating history and then you see what what's happening to the game now and how many millions of people are able to watch women's soccer and the women's world cup in australia i thought you know, I was lucky enough to go and just to see the reception and the excitement um, in country. And then obviously watching it when I was back home, there was a buzz about it. And that's, that's just going to make this, this tournament continue to grow. That's women's soccer legend Mia Hamm. Up next, Detroit superstar NFL Hall of Famer number 20, Barry Sanders. You're listening to a special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. You're listening to a special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports show as we look back at some of our favorite conversations from the past year. I'm Michael Barr. And when I say favorite, I mean favorite. He's one of the greatest running backs in league history. And he stunned fans when he decided to retire early. Barry Sanders addressed the early retirement and more in a documentary released this year on Amazon Prime. Bye-bye, Barry. Sanders took the time to talk with me and Bloomberg U.S. sports business reporter Randall Williams about his career, what he's seeing in today's NFL, and more. Let's take a listen to a portion of that conversation, starting on whether fans will find out why he decided to retire if they watch the documentary. I believe, yes, that, that question is certainly answered in the documentary. Um, I think it, it covers a lot. I mean, I don't, it's amazing um, looking at some of the footage. I don't know where they got some of this stuff. And, go, you know, they go back pretty far, uh, but they certainly cover my NFL career and, and uh, from the first day uh, to the last. So, yes, I, I think that, that question is uh, certainly answered. Now, Barry, I, I have a question for you. When it comes to the timing of this documentary, when you think about you, you could have done this at any point in time, and NFL fans have wondered why you hung your cleats up for so many years. Why was now the time you wanted this documentary to release? I think for me, it was just um, because uh, you know a certain amount of time has passed. Just being able to reflect on it, um, Prime Video and NFL Network really wanted to um, get behind it, you know, and make it happen. And and so for me, I was just comfortable enough um, to sit down, um, really talk about it and put all the work into it that was required to be able to make it happen. Um, you know, I mean, they, they shot at so many different locations and, and talked to so many different people. But uh, so really just logistically being able to bring all those things together, um, the timing was just right, uh, you know, sort of here and now. Yeah, but I want to add a little color. Because, uh, like I said, I, I was born and raised in Detroit, and there used to be a mural of you by the bus stop. I mean, huge, on the side of a building. And there you are, number 20, Barry Sanders. And I used to look at that, and I think, man, he's our on our team. And you had such, I, let me put it this way, a grip on the city. People adored you. What was that like? I mean, I know that sounds, you know, it's like, oh, Mike, what do you, what kind of question was that? But it's true. I mean, people <clears throat> adored you in Detroit. For one, I love that mural. That was just kind of sweet being downtown yeah. and seeing this huge uh, image of me on the side of the building. So that that was just kind of cool, um, you know. But, uh, but no, 
But to answer your question, though, I love having that relationship with the city of Detroit. You know, it, uh, it's a unique thing that happens. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't happen by accident. And although I feel like we certainly um, didn't reach all of our goals on the field, you know, a lot of fans feel like we have great memories uh, and times there at the Silverdome. It happened um, organically, you know. So, so yeah, I love having that relationship. And, you know, it, they, hey, this is an absolute serious sports uh, town. You know, they're mad about their Lions. You know, they've always supported them. And so, uh, you know, so, yeah, so I, I really appreciate that and, and really value that, that relationship. Barry, how crazy is it that the timing of this documentary is also when the Lions are having their best season since 1960? That, that's incredible. I mean, you, you get the franchise's best player and an incredible season all in one. Is, is there better timing for this? Oh, no, that's amazing. I mean, just the synergy there um, is, is awesome. And, uh, you know, I mean, we as Lions fans, obviously, um, we've been we've been waiting for um, – for this kind of a season from the team, um, you know, we've seen it building o- over time. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know how the two have happened have happened to sort of coincide uh, in in this way, <laughs> um, you know. Um, but um, but we're certainly glad that it did, um, and it, ha- it has happened this way. Whenever they hired Coach Campbell, um, he came in with a plan, with a vision. Um, you know, he he stuck to it. You know, he and Brad Holmes, uh, Sheila Ford, Chris Millman. I mean, they, they've uh, known from day one the kind of player they want to have in the building, um, you know, and, and we've seen every year this team take strides, um, you know, and and, uh, and it's all sort of coming together this year. Can you imagine if you had NIL when you were playing back at Oklahoma State? I, I mean, you, you would be off the chart right now. Forget about making the money in the NFL. You'd have made the money back at Oklahoma State. Oh, no, I'd, I'd be one of these kids that, that are taking full advantage of, like, year six or seven planning college, man. I mean. You would have had 10,000 rushing yards. I'll as many college. COVID years as I can get. Um, you know, so, no, that's true, though. I mean, it's great to see these kids being compensated. Um, you know, it's, college football is still the greatest game out there. You know, we've been having that conversation for how many generations now, right, about mm-hmm. college players being paid. You know, and just hopefully they get what they, you know, they deserve. You know, it doesn't tamper with the game too much, um, you know, but uh, but it's better late than never. So congratulations to all those guys. Absolutely. And I want to I want to ask you a little bit about the running back market in general. It's changed so much since you were a player and now the running backs are having trouble getting paid. Have you thought about any pathways to um, getting things back to where they used to be and really advancing uh, their salaries so that, you know, they can keep making money? Oh yeah, I mean it, it's tough. You know, it, it's it's um, interesting just to watch how the trend has sort of happened over the last few years. I personally still think that uh, there's fantastic runners and running backs in the game that that really impact the game um, that you need to win. You know, and but it is a business, and you know, teams will uh, you know they're gonna they're going to put the money where they feel like they get most worth. You know, it's a passing oriented game. You know, and and I don't know where this is going to go over. The, you know, in the next ten, twenty years or whatever. You know, but I look at guys like Derrick Henry or guys like uh, Chris McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs or whoever. I, I you know I still think they're guys um, from the running back position. Look at the Lions team this year. Yeah. You know, they're well balanced. Uh, they run the football. 
And so, yeah, I, I just I still feel like um, you can look at a lot of teams um, and they need to be able to run the football. Um, their best players are, are in the running back position. You know, and I don't I don't know what you can do really to, to steer things in one direction or another. Certainly there's been, you know, historic quarterback play. You know, you can't deny Patrick Mahomes and, and guys like that, you know, who are phenomenal players and uh, deserve everything that they, that they get. But uh, not every team has that. And so I, I still believe um, in most cases you need to be able to run the football. I do want to bring up probably one of the, the greatest events that ever happened at the old Pontiac Silverdome. God bless that place. I loved it. I was there. I covered it. <laughs> And that was the 1991-92 NFC playoff game. The Lions. Show your age. Uh, yeah, that's right, man. I was there. Lions against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Lions beat the living snot out of the Cowboys. And that is at the time when you had Barry Sanders and I think you had Emmett Smith. I mean, you're looking at this. You had a confluence of brilliant running backs in this game. Barry, do you miss the, the old Silver Dome? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned that uh, that game, um, and you think about just um, – you think about all the elements involved in it. The Cowboys will go on to win, what, three Super Bowls yeah. um, in the next four, three, four, year, four or five years. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was our last playoff win. Man, that play, it was rocking that day uh, for sure. Um, and, and I know we were excited and, uh, and highly motivated. Um, the fans came out um, in such a major way, um, you know, that day. And, and uh, but to answer your question, yes, I mean, I'm um, I always get a chance, you know, here and there, just to be reminded from different fans about the Silverdome, you know, and it certainly has holds a lot of special memories to me. That is all-time great NFL running back Barry Sanders. Still to come on this special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, Clutch Sports founder and CEO Rich Paul. You're listening. To the Bloomberg Business of Sports, Bloomberg Radio Around the World. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. 
Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr with a special edition of the show, taking a look back at some of our favorite conversations from the past year. Clutch sports founder and CEO Rich Paul is one of the biggest sports agents in the business, responsible for huge deals for NBA stars headlined by LeBron James. Paul took some time to talk with Scarlett, Damien, and Bloomberg U.S. sports reporter Randa Williams about his career as an agent and some of his other business ventures. Let's take a listen. So, Rich, I have to ask you this, right? I mean, look, you are the kingmaker, man. You've been dealing with Nike since the beginning of your relationship with LeBron James and through all your clients, I'm sure. I mean, you've even... Yeah, I've been dealing with Nike much longer yeah, than that. Ad- adopt, right? I mean, you went off... I mean, three former Nike executives. You have a wellness brand with them, a consumer products brand with them. I'm, so here's my Doing question. Doing very well, yeah. Clutch Athletics, uh, yeah. your own brand with New Balance. I mean, what does Nike yeah. think of that? I think Nike respected. You know, I think um, at the end of the day, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I can walk into bubblegum at the same time, <laughs> you know, for the for those that I represent at a level in which any brand wants to align themselves with them. I'm going to do the best job for the client. Right. I could have signed De'Aaron Fox. He signed to the Curry brand. Great. No problem. Right. right? I have clients at Nike and I have a few clients at New Balance. Our focus at Clutch from the brand side has been more on NIL. I have signed some football players and will continue to be active in that space, but it's a little bit different, you know, right? And it's, it's very selective. It's very strategic with our approach. We just signed a young lady by the name of Aaliyah Crump yep. out of uh, Minnesota who is, uh, we're really excited about and we'll continue to invest in the, in, the, in the girls' game, uh, as well as the NIL space. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just saw an opportunity. You know, I felt like I didn't name the, the company Rich Pauls for a reason, right? Rich Paul Sports or anything like that. I wanted to name the, the company something that could grow legs. And in this case, Clutch Brand and Clutch Sports Group are two totally separate companies. You know, just they just able to share the same Shoes name nice. because they were created by the same same person. But in addition to that, you know, I'm I'm forever evolving. I don't feel like I should be limited. I don't feel like I should be content or complacent in any matter or satisfied for that matter. I mean, look, we've been extremely successful despite, you know, I had to build a company with one arm behind my back for a lot of different reasons. And I appreciate that because it just makes you stronger. But I'm not stopping there. Um, I'm not going to be discouraged by it because at the end of the day, no one puts a limit on Bezos. No one puts a limit on Zuckerberg. No one puts a limit on, you know, a lot of guys who uh, continue to roll up these companies into uh, a company that they've been able to build. And so I want to be the same way. I want to be able to sit in rooms with those guys as, you know, respected peers, maybe not from a bank account perspective, because that's a little <laughs> bit difficult to do, but but in definitely from a perspective, yeah, definitely from a perspective of, you know, you just, you just work hard. And, and the thing for me is the, what I, one thing I love about it most and the biggest joy I get out of it is as you create these companies, it's not solely about the money you're making, et cetera. It's about the impact you're making and it's about the opportunity you're able to give. Mm-hmm. And so instead of me having to necessarily, you know, give somebody advice from a place of, yeah, you know, I did it like this and I did it like that. And if you go to school, you can do this and do that. I can actually hire somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is extremely that's much more important than any magazine cover I can be on or any praise I can get. Giving someone an opportunity that can change their life, that can change the trajectory of their children's lives, that can give them a different experience to better understand 
how life is supposed to be lived, that's a different place than where I come from. Because where I come from, and you read the book, yep, yep. when you read that book, it is a different dynamic. I have friends that's never been downtown. Yep. That don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's what pushes me every day. And that's why, you know, despite anything, you know, I, look, God has blessed me right. and my family and, and, and allowed me to be extremely successful despite all the challenges. But at the same time, you know, I don't look at it as a negative. If there's anything negative or any type, I'm vegan to anything beef. So Rich, Rich, when you when you um when you left, you said leaving CAA was you know one of the best moves, the best movie ever made. I know you don't miss Vino, but do you miss Lloyd Frisher? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to ask you about Lloyd Frisher. <laughs> but listen, I, I really need to <laughs> ask some you. Good guys over there. I just you know I just again he had I to just, do his own thing. It, it's the opportunity, and again, you know, I think no one expected me to be in the position I am today. And when I see guys. Um, they're, you know, they're respectful. They may, they may not like it. They, I'm, I'm sure there's conversations. I know for a fact there's conversations behind closed doors, but everyone has to respect it. And, you know, I got to I got to talk from a place of truth. Rich, one of the things that I've heard you say, I think it was on first take, is that when you were starting, you didn't have agents who looked like you open the door for you. And you mentioned a little, I think it was the question before about how you are opening doors for the people who are coming behind you. Yeah. What ways are you, how are you opening those doors for people to excel? Yeah, well, I think just to clarify, you know, because when I was on first take, people made about black agents. Mm -hmm. Let me clarify, there was no agents. Mm. There wasn't an agent I was working with. He wasn't there was no plan. There was no strategy. It was just, hey, you somebody friend. Let's try to keep him positioned so the home. friend is happy. Yeah, but 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 it was a little bit more love than that. But it was mm. just no plan. You know, gotcha. I can't see. It was a little bit more love than that. But it was just no plan. But it was no whether you were black or white agents. When I came in the business, they were doing everything they can to assassinate my character, to discourage families. You know, there was, I mean, this is all public. There was an article written October 10th. Yep, I remember it. You know, 2000, there was an article written October 10th, 2012, that basically assassinated my character and 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 tried to get me investigated and all these things. That was planted by my previous, that, that was planted. That was a strategic thing that didn't work, but I had to do an investigation with NCAA and everything. You know, I understood the war within the game because I came from that. So I was basically like, okay, bring it on. But every day I live my life that way, understanding that I was at war. So it was a different dynamic for me. But but getting back to your question, yeah, um, today what I'm doing is I leave the door open. Uh, I, I really do. And my door is always open. In my office, my door is always open. Anyone who works with me, I like to say work with me, not for me. Anyone mm-hmm. who works with me, you think Leon Rose? You. you think Leon Rose's doors open? Is Zach Levine? Is Zach Levine coming to the Knicks? I mean, what? What? Do you, what no, I'm just no, <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. Oh, um, you got your answer. Um, Thanks for being so blatantly no, honest, yeah. there, Rich. Yeah, I think I, I think I leave the door open, um, and I think, and it's not just for people that work with me. You know, even the so-called rival companies, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I talk, I see young people and I talk to them as well, you know, as much as I would someone who works at, at my company, because it's not really a competition. I think that's a fictitious thing. It's not really a competition. I don't see anybody, whether they were here 20 years before me or, or what, hopefully someone who comes after me based upon the trail that I'm that I'm continuing to blaze, mm-hmm. have it better than I had it. Right. It's, it's able to be positioned better, perceived yeah. better and, and things of that nature. But yeah, no, I mean, look, I had 
there was black agents sell, selling parents and still, you know, still to this, the stuff that happens still to this day, you wouldn't <laughs> believe it. There still hasn't been a conversation at the high level. People still don't want to work alongside you. Yeah. People still don't want to, you know, allow you to buy their businesses. They're rather the somebody poll else. Do. The rich poll rule. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you know, I was just thinking about it when I was just getting ready for this. I'm like, it's, it's, it's crazy that people that you would talk to all the time would rather see and help someone else than help you. This is what I deal with every day. I, I've had NBA players call families and say, don't go with this person. Like, you should go with, and they don't have nothing to do with anything. Right, right? Right. And, and they know me, by the way. They really should be like, if it's rich, that's off limits, right? If it's company to company, then of course I'm a group for you. You know, this is where I'm at. Yeah. I'll speak well on behalf. But if you know me, you've been in my house, you've been around my <laughs> yeah, kids, etc. That's kind of sick. Then, Rich. then I'm not asking you to say go to Rich Paul or anything. I'm just asking you to be like, you know what? That's family there. You made a best man win because that's how I am. I don't negative recruit. Yeah. I don't care to do that. Don't need to do that. Who's going to be for you is going to be for you. And I've always lived my life like that. Clutch Sports founder and CEO Rich Paul on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Don't forget, you can find every full version of every conversation on the show today on the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. A full year's worth of great conversations about the big money stories in sports can be right at your fingertips. Find the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Up next, we look at a record-breaking sports deal to round out the year, plus a conversation with the commissioner of the WNBA. You're listening to a special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. You're listening to a special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. You're listening to a special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports as we take a listen to some of our favorite conversations from the past year. I'm Michael Barr. Over the summer, Scarlett Foo spoke with WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert at the Bloomberg Invest Conference in New York. Engelbert talked about how she's working to grow the WNBA at home and abroad. And here's some of that conversation. 
Bloomberg's reported that combined league and team revenue is projected to reach 200 million this year, which be, would be about double the growth in 2019, or the total, I should say. The thing is, the players don't always see the full benefits of that growth. Uh, base salaries as a share of total revenue shrank to 9% in 2022 from 11% in 2019. When you think about addressing this, does it all come down to the next uh, collective bargaining agreement? Yeah, so for those that didn't follow us, I walked in four days on the job and they said, you're going to Vegas to negotiate your first collective bargaining <laughs> agreement. I said, collective what? Um, so I knew the players were union, obviously. I knew the players had opted out as it was the right to do so. So we did negotiate a C- very progressive CBA at the time. Now now we're three years uh, you know, hence, and now the players want more because we're doing well. And I totally understand it. And those statistics you just threw out are deceiving because we have found every opportunity to put more money in the players' pockets. We're going to pay them $1.5 million in uh, league market player marketing agreements this year. We're finding ways. We put a half-million-dollar uh, prize pool up for our Commissioner Cup in-season tournament. This will be our third year of doing it. Uh, we upped the playoff bonuses by 53%. I put a $4.5 million charter fund up this year. So we're finding ways that we know what the players value. They value mom benefits, fertility benefits, um, you know, as we get into the next collective bargaining cycle, what we're trying to do is set this league up for 40 to 50 years, not just mm-hmm. the next five. Not only do we need the financial capital, but that'll give us the ability to get the human capital we need to, again, drive a new digital platform, uh, marketing, you know, because sports, you know, when the NBA was 40 years in, they were still on tape delay. And what happened? They got a big rivalry coming out of college called Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, and that drove people to watch. And then a couple years later, what happened? Michael Jordan and the marketing machine Nike. That's Kathy Engelbert speaking with our own Scarlet Foo. And to round out a big year in sports, we got the biggest sports contract in North American sports history, elite two-way baseball's Shohei Otani, Sign a record-setting 10-year, $700 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers just a few weeks ago. And not to mention the Dodgers signing Japanese pitching phenom Yoshinobu Yamamoto a few weeks after that. We got instant reaction on the Otani deal from Vince Gennaro, Associate Dean and Clinical Associate Professor at the NYU Preston Robert Tisch Institute for Global Sports. I have a sense that the $700 million number was a a number, sort of a a branding number that they wanted on this deal. But it is the most odd structure you you could have ever imagined for for an athlete deal. He's going to be paid $2 million a year for the 10 years that he's playing. Meanwhile, players out there of his caliber could be paid 40 or $50 million for that time per year, but he's being paid $2 million a year. Then, in the 10 years after the contract expires, he will be paid $68 million a year. <laughs> now, if you get the net present value of that deal, it plays a little bit more like a $45 million a year deal over 10 years, That's paid right. out evenly, 45 a year, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the net present value is like $350 million, $360 million, depending on the discount rate you use. That's Vince Gennaro, Associate Dean and Clinical Associate Professor at the NYU Preston Robert Tisch Institute for Global Sports, breaking down Otani's record deal. And that does it for this special edition of the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show. Thanks for listening all year long. We really mean that. Thank you for listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports for the entire team and my colleagues, Scarlett Fu and Damian Sassauer and all the great people behind the glass. Thank you so much. I'm Michael Barr. 
Tune in again next week for the latest on the stories moving big money in the world of sports. You're listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.